Hello everybody, it's me again. Welcome to the Carl Experience. Today we'll be hitting up migration from the Northern Triangle. This is uh, becoming a hot button issue, or so it seems anyway. Uh, we're going to talk about a little about that today and, get, and dig down. Now, um, as, you're, as some of you are aware from watching the news, if you watch the news, the Northern Triangle is made up of El Salvador, Guatemala, and Honduras. According to Look No Further, as of July 3rd, 2019, and according to all the news reports I've read and all the articles I've been trying to look for, these are the major reasons why people are leaving. And this report may be, like, pretty much two years old. I think the reasons are still... <coughs> excuse me. I think the reasons are still pretty set, uh, set like they are. Ugh. Staying hydrated. And for those of you who don't know, which very few of you don't, um... I almost had heat stroke yesterday while working on my tr uh, while working on my SUV. I was replacing a transmission gasket. I got it replaced. I did it in the heat of the day, and it is muggy as shit and hot as hell out uh, at current. Me, I decided to take a day. Uh, I decided to take a day to just sit and do not a whole lot. So, yeah, I figured I'd write a podcast while I was at it, and this is what you're getting. Plus, I saw a story about why migrants are leaving, <coughs> and on the news, I was watching the story of this uh, young lady who was, I guess, in El Salvador or Guatemala. I'm not sure which one it is, but she was she was holding a newborn baby, less than nine months old, and this is the youngest of twelve children, and. They didn't say how old this uh, this lady was, but she uh, she didn't look like she was even out of her twenties. And it wouldn't surprise me if she'd have been uh, if she ha if she's been producing offspring since she was a teenager just because somebody did. And that uh, she said it's because of food, job opportunities, and violence. But we're gonna look into that. And I I just thinking when I saw that I was like. Okay, uh, another reason your, your country's in a bad situation is because a lot of the women keep pooping out children. That might help if you didn't uh, poop out a kid every nine months just because your old man wants to uh, get some. <clears throat> anyway, these are the main reasons why. Okay? Uh, extreme poverty and Yeah, excuse me, I'm going to move this camera here. Okay, now it's dead on to me. Okay, extreme poverty and economic equality. According to everything I've researched, and a lot of it's really fast research, I didn't do any hardcore in-depth researching of this. I just did light researching because I do have a life. But, uh, yeah, according to my, uh, the in-depth, uh, according to the research I did, most of the country, most of these three countries live in extreme poverty, and 
um, they can't afford food and, or uh, a whole lot of other things. And economic equality, we'll get into that here in a little bit, but safe to say, if we think our economic equality is bad, imagine how it is there. <coughs> okay. Number two. No realistic employment opportunities for young people. Most of the people living in the Northern Triangle are under 25. Weak economies are a weak economy and zero relative monetary value contribute to this. When your government isn't really building any cash value, it doesn't get any cash value. Your money, your government money, is then worthless. And when we're talking young workers, we're talking kids, children, all the way up to the age of 25. A lot of the kids want to work because it's the only way they can get food or afford food or any of that crap. And it's insane. Uh, this is why they're third. This is why those places are third world countries. Now. <clears throat> with all due respect on that part a lot of people a lot of travel agencies will tell you oh Guatemala is a great place to travel El Salvador is a great place to, great, uh, great place to travel and uh, Honduras they're all three uh, beautiful landscapes look at the lush forests <coughs> but um Okay, number three, corrupt government. The northern, the northern Triangle has a history of corrupt autocratic rule. Bribery and embezzlement are widespread. Office holders are often linked to international organized crime groups, including international drug traffickers. Yes, a lot of the, uh, uh, in the early 2000s, all the drug routes started uh, uh, flowing through the Northern Triangle, so you had billions of dollars going through there, and the uh, drug lords, farmers, whatever you want to call them, they're making an ass little profits, and they're paying off people. They're paying off elected officials, and they're trying to avoid taxes. If you're making that much money, why not just pay the taxes and legalize this shit in your country? Oh, that's right, because you don't want to separate yourself from your money. <coughs> and them knowing that they can push through this stuff, uh, push the drugs through by padding it with money, helps out everybody else down there, but... Yeah, it's, a lot of our mule stuff comes from there. Because, yeah, why not? Okay. Underfunded governments. Wealthy elites dislike taxes and engage in schemes to avoid paying, ta uh, to avoid paying them. Most of the working class are employed under the table, meaning no, uh, non-taxable income, uh, to avoid the taxation system. Non-taxable non income depletes tax revenue for the government. Government institutions uh, lacking tax revenue are unable to provide social, educational, and criminal law enforcement services. Okay, so 
However, uh, in case you don't know, I know at least two of you know this already, but this is for you who don't know. <coughs> when you make enough money for it to be taxable, and they ta they take your ta they take those taxes and put it into a a bank account, if you will, pretty much is what it is anyway. They can build uh, that tax up in the account. They can build that money up in an account and start building uh, revenue. The go a government who has that money in their bank account can start working on things like appropriate law enforcement, not uh, not bribed officials taking. Uh, well, bribes to look the other way or to let shit pass. This also means that police can afford to do investigations on things. Um, if, like a farmer, ha uh, if a farmer's crop gets destroyed, the government can afford to help them. <clears throat> um. If gangs are going around terrorizing people with a properly funded government, they can go and exterminate or eradicate these individuals. But um, wealthy elites don't want that to happen because they're making millions, if not billions of dollars every year. <coughs> and yes, at this point, if they were taxed and probably wonder what the hell was going on with their government okay and so most of these most of these problems that the wealthy elite are trying to escape help the government out but they don't want to help the government out because they just want to keep their money in their pocket they don't want to spend the money to bribe officials but <laughs> <coughs> paying taxes is out of the question for some stupid reason. Number five. Vulnerability to natural disasters. The Northern Triangle is exposed and prone to frequent storms, droughts, and earthquakes. And, is w and with an underfunded government unable to help, it doesn't make, it doesn't get better. With repeated droughts since 2014 along with storms means that widespread crop failure brings food scarcity to most of the population. And again, with underfunded government unable to help. Again, storm comes in, destroys the city, government doesn't have any money to do anything. The citizens themselves have to band together, rebuild from nothing again, build something up, and then yet another storm comes in and wipes them out. And because drug lords and elites want to keep all the money in their pocket instead of literally fucking handing over the money to rebuild the village, they just soon pocket it and grow more co uh, cocaine. It's a, it's a true tragedy and travesty of humanity. And we'll talk about the rest of that when I get done with this list. Destruction of coffee farms. Coffee farms have been a major source of employment. A coffee plant fungus mixed with lower international coffee prices have brought many uh, coffee farms to ruination. 
and we heard from Hugh Jackman a few years ago about how he he was making the movie and he was sourcing he was started sourcing all of his coffee from this local farmer who was doing everything organic and right and all that crap. He actually did his research on this guy or this farm <coughs> and gave the guy an international outfit uh, outfit for platforming his coffee. Oh, excuse me. But yeah, coffee farms actually employ a better part of the uh, population, the working class population. So, with a fungus that destroys the coffee plant, and you have low international coffee prices, which I, I'm still not seeing why the hell the most widely used product in the world why it's got a low price tag at all possibly the most used commodity other than water yes the second most used commodity uh, other than water or uh, other than water and I know a lot of you, I know some, uh, quite a few people who are like, well, my coffee went up five cents. I'm going to live that. Or you go up to Starbucks and they ran out of a certain kind of coffee because there's a shortage in, uh, in where it grows. And I know there are people who complain if they can't have their coffee just the fucking way they want it. It better taste the same every goddamn day or they're going to throw a bitch fit. That's... Called I, since I don't drink coffee, I don't complain about it because I don't know what the shit. Ta I don't want to know what the shit tastes like. The last time I had coffee, like just straight up coffee, was <whistles> what thirteen years ago? Right about thirteen years ago. La uh, the uh, yeah, that had been about thirteen years ago. I was in jail. Uh, uh, Hadn't gone. To, hadn't been to sleep all night. I needed some sleep. I drank a cup of coffee. I was out for 13 hours. And I woke up a few hours later. I wasn't in jail because I got out. <clears throat> but I don't know why everybody expects their cup of coffee to be cheap as shit. It's one of the most used commodities in the world, all over the world, in, in, on the planet, and everybody wants a, key, a, a, a cheap cup of joe. Try to make any sense to me. Um, the only rival that I know of that uh, rivals coffee is tea, and since tea literally comes from all over the world, all over the world, its its price is relatively cheap, and then you have chemically altered stuff. But yeah, I I just don't get the whole deal with needing to have. A very cheap cup of coffee if if you're using uh, I guess ethically sourced beans or some stupid shit if you are a coffee drinker and not an instant coffee drinker not a chemically cor uh, corroded crap if you're drinking natural beans in water 
then I don't see what you're. You know, I don't see why anybody have a problem paying just a little bit more for it. I really don't. <coughs> but keep moving. All right. Uh, the U number seven U.S. demand for cocaine uh, fosters corruption and violence. Again, in the 2000s, apparently the drug trade, uh, the drug uh, routes moved through the Northern Triangle, and gangs, uh, gangs, and everybody else violently fight for these trade routes, the lucrative ones, and everybody wants their piece. But apparently, uh, cocaine and coffee are the two biggest things that ever leave uh, the Northern Triangle. Why we have so much cocaine coming here is beyond me. <coughs> I don't know of a whole, uh, a whole lot of anybody using cocaine. But, you know, what do I know? I, apparently, I don't know anything about drugs. I don't really do anything. But, uh, yeah. Cocaine's bad for you. It actually is bad for you. But anyway, and point uh, number eight, Northern Triangle start, uh, Northern Triangle Gangs. Uh, Northern Triangle Gangs all started in the U.S. MS-13 and its rival Barrio 18. Yes, they all, both started in L.A. Uh, they were formed in the 70s and 80s. And the reason... Uh, these gangs are <coughs> made up of uh, the 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 gangs are made up out of El Salvadorians, Guatemalans, and Hondurans, who are refugees, immigrants, whatever the, whatever the hell you want to call it, and they get involved in this gang, and then when they're deported, they're deported to their country of origin. And they continue and ex exacerbate the gang life and gang violence. So we're not doing them any uh, any good by them coming here, them getting forced into a gang, or choosing to get in a gang because it's more profitable than what they were doing, and then shipping their asses back to a country that is ill-prepared for them. There isn't really a government there. I mean, the governments are corrupt as shit most of the time anyway. So, I think instead of us asking why so many migrants are coming from the Northern Triangle, I'm le uh, the one question I'm left wondering, okay, everybody wants to be left in peace. Everybody wants to live a nice, quiet, peaceful life for the most part. I get that. The issue is, is leading that kind of life, if you truly are, you, you've paid a price for it. Uh, prime example, um, when uh, we colonized, when, when uh, Europeans came over and colonized America, all that jazz, um, we declared ourselves, as, uh, we finally declared ourselves a nation, the United States, and we started to work independently for that.
We had our own banking system, and our freedom was at the cost of our very lives. Our forefathers paid the price for freedom with their lives, and other uh, the next generation, the next wave just kept on coming. We won the Revolutionary War, and ever since then it's been a steady roll of, okay, we all know freedom isn't free. Freedom has to be pl uh, freedom has to be paid <coughs> with the blood of patriots. I know that. I get that. What I don't figure, what I can't figure out is in Latin and Latin Central and South America, everybody wants that same thing, but yet everybody who just wants to live in peace and quiet isn't willing to stand up for that idea. I.e., they just want to live peacefully and quietly without paying any price for it. They just want it to exist. Peace and tranquility don't come free. For most of us, peace and tranquility don't come without a lot of heartache and struggle. This is the nature of it. You can't truly understand tranquility and peace until You've experienced discord and chaos. <clears throat> so for those people who might, well, well, you're being unfair. No. The common people there, the, the poorest people there, <clears throat> if they ganged up and took on the gangs and the drug lords, bullets run out. Get a knife, start cutting the fuckers down. This would end... The this reign of stupid by the elites and the gang members and whatnot, but just like most, just like a lot of people, plenty of people are like, well, I want to live in peace. Well, peace isn't always the uh, isn't always the option. You have to get uh, people who want to make money are going to use you to get it. They don't care if they have to uh, infringe upon your life. They're making money. They don't care if you are. So, yeah, for all three of these countries, I would say that the instead of sending their children here across the border and then staying at the Me uh, Mexico border trying to claim asylum, I would say to stay there and fight. You're not going to find you're not going to find peace and freedom by running from your own land and bogging down our system. Well, we can't find jobs, then fucking do something else. I mean, these gang members recruit kids. That's how they keep their numbers going. And usually these gang members don't survive very long. They're not long-lived people. But, <clears throat> that is going to be it for today. I just wanted to talk about the reasons for this mass migration especially for the Northern Triangle. They are so beleaguered by drug trafficking and human trafficking and um, gangs and corrupt politicians. Nobody can afford to pay. Uh, everybody is paying the gangs to stay in business and they have to keep paying. <coughs> they have to keep paying to stay in business and these criminals are asking so much for protection to do business, there's no point in having a business. 
Well, how do you change that? Well, that's easy. You say no to the games, and I realize that sounds a lot easier said than done, but it's how that shit happens. If you say no to uh, people trying to coerce you into paying their protection fee, and you keep them off of your ass, you won't have that problem anymore. And I'm not being anti-immigrant, I'm looking at the source of the problem for the migrations. And the best I can say is we uh, we can take out, we could send a force over there to kill the uh, opposing leader, but who's to say the next guy won't be another gang leader? And the people just, uh, the people there just want peace. If they want peace, they're going to have to f uh, die, uh, uh, fight and die for it. Otherwise, they're never going to have it. Peace isn't going to come by us throwing uh, somebody at them who we think is good and all that nonsense. They need to have a natural leader step up. And <clears throat> my guess is, is all the natural leaders get shot down, mowed down, or cut down by gangs or the elite to maintain power. Um, the, the, disparity, the, the wealth disparity or disparity whatever, you know what I mean um, that's a lot like the ultra wealthy versus just the normal people here <coughs> but it's going on noon in fact it just turned noon so I'm going to get the hell off of here and start shrinking this so y'all can have a fun day stay cool, not too cool and yeah have fun i'm gonna sweat my butt off and i'm gonna look for something else other than all this crap to research and do a podcast about so peace out bye bye